reported. Episode 207, 207, two wee guys walking down the road, going to your granny's house, to read a meter, da, and rob a purse, da, and have a cup of tea with the old cow, and she tells about the old days when there was no blacks in Govan, and then we'll sit, and we'll chat, and we'll rob our house blind, cause we're the bogus gasmen for Clyde Bank, and we're here to rock your socks off. Episode 207 of the Hashtag Show, who knows where the uh, opening theme song will go, sometimes I wish we had a theme song, other times I'm glad we make it up on the spot. I am Scott Gibson, uh, the gentleman to your right, my left is Malokali, and he's angry, he's angry with me dear listeners, because I haven't actually given him his cigar yet. What a fucking cunt. I'm going to tell you the truth, mate, right? That, I was I'm actually going to actually record the episode because I said to you, post that or I'm doing a Gary. Can I say, you're doing a who? Can I say two I, things? <laughs> <laughs> Can I say two things? Remember him. <laughs> First of all, I love the beard. I, I, I need to shave, mate. I've no shave no, for a couple of weeks. I think you suit a beard. I think you look good. It rounds your face off. You look You look like a. You look like an elderly statesman. I want one fucking Rolf Harris's bastard son. Well, I don't know why I say that, you know. <laughs> the wife locked him at the small and just said, you look really old with that beard because you've got grey in it. No, you look, mate, the grey's good. And she said, oh, I, look oh. like, I look like Michael Kilke and I said, is that a fantasy of yours? Do you little boys. Oh, oh, oh. Episode 207, the boys are not going to heaven because they've robbed your granny. Yes, they have. But the good thing about fighting the granny is you feel like a ninja because you roundhouse them and she's too slow to get out of the way. You can also do jump kicks because they're very small and one punch can end the game. Hey, you feel like a warrior, but when you're putting jail and bummed with us on newspaper on your back, you're in trouble and you realise not to kill any grannies. If you're gonna punch a woman, punch a gun. If you're gonna punch a woman, punch a gun. Cause she's really old fashioned and she's no a grass and cunt. If you're gonna punch a woman, punch a gun. <laughs> she could take a punch, mate. And oh, yeah, I'll tell you something, all right. See, old birds, they might not be good for the riding, they're good for the fucking striking. That, remember that, eh? Might as well get hung for a sheep than a lamb. <laughs> May as well get hung for a sheep than a lamb. Is that a saying? Might as well get I, hung I, for a sheep than a lamb. Is that not something like meaning if you're going to do something bad, do it right, kid? If you're going to, I mean, 18's 18 now. <laughs> oh, right, so for um, the, 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 the cigar. I <laughs> where is it, Conto? I've had an awful weekend at work, mate. An awful weekend at work, right? Uh, you don't yeah, do it, you're driving yeah. about listening to podcasts. Fucking losing my job, losing my job, mate. No. I'll tell you about that after. Well, the, what, the, the company is no more. I'll tell you about that No, I'm not walking away, we're being sent off out of the distance, brother. I'll tell you about that after, take it off here. Take it off here, yeah. I had it in the van. I had a fucking mental day, run, run your neck of the woods, up the moor. Dunlop, doing that you, fucking thing. You could have dropped in the cigar, I don't care. Mate, you drove, get personal issues. Drove cigar. past the house. Drove past <sighs> the house, right? Didn't realise until I passed, uh, I'll not say where it is in case, you know, fucking uh-huh. mental custard, till I drove past the golf course and I went, And oh, you saw oh. my big Rangers flag? Came round the corner and it, see as I go past the house with a new extension, uh-huh. 
Maria was pushed right up against the glass, mate. Two big fucking <laughs> <laughs> two big workies fucking what the hell, right? No, you were at the table on your on your Mac. Wow. What the way are we fucking beanie hat on? I was like, look at the poor cunt. He's no you can't And I've mate, I'd forgotten all about it until fucking later on the night I was in Barhead. Ten hours later, man, I was like, oh no, I've still got the country garden the van. So I will Basically drop it in. I will drop it in. By your it's, side. it's not here. It's not here. It's in the van. I'll drop it. I'm missing it, man. I, I need know, it. Yeah. I, I was going to go like, Fuck him. Fuck him. I'm just going to order one. And I've ordered order the biggest fake cigar I've ever known to man. <laughs> a big fucking. One that doesn't even fit the screen. Like a Vuvu Zelos. Just fucking knocking the laptop here with it. Remember them, mate? Remember Vuvu Zelos? Remember them? Oh. Remember that, Vuvu man? Zelos. Hey. Mind them, you just like blow them and and they sound like a boat coming in. Yeah, remember that, man. Remember I, I actually, remember I actually the, got them for the family, Dave. Of course you did. And it was just full of women getting a fright. Remember I was when, like, them for five pound a pop, my man, I wasn't giving <laughs> a franchise. Remember when it was like a World Cup in South Africa and all that, and every kind of like, here, listen, see if you're coming out here, watch you, right, see if you're white, right, stay dangerous and all that. And then everybody's like, listen, more for a party, and then they two guys get carjacked and shot in the street, man, remember? Good time, my man. Anyway, episode 207. Lots to talk about. Uh, well, I hope you have, because I was going to say to you mm-hmm. um, a couple of things. Hello, listener. You know, it's time for, for Cheeky Malty. You know, slow down the show. You know, Scott said his ramblings, his, uh, his complaints about the world and what's wrong with Scott. I just want to say, hello, listener. And I hope... This podcast finds you in a good place. Because yet again, Cheeky Miles had another couple of messages for people who tell us how important the show is to them and it keeps them laughing. And I and I don't know what to say when I get these messages. I usually tell Scott and I look for some wisdom. Nothing, no wisdom comes out of him. He usually just asks if they're patrons. But I, what I want to say is... Oh, what, what, what? Oh, what, what? What I want to say is... Everybody's got their demons, everybody's ups and downs. Oh, what is happening today? What is going on? Well, I'll tell you what, what, I was was at a spin class with the missus, right? Uh, Do you know what? I quit. The show's over. I I don't walk away right till I finish this sentence. You've grown a wee poofy beard. Hold on, I get my... This is just a lazy beard. You've grown a wee poofy beard, son. And you're doing spin (laughs) classes with a bird. I bet bet she doesn't even give you a ride. (laughs) Eh? I bet bet you got a... My luck, I don't know. Listen, mate, see what you saw me in my heart. That's what goes on in my house. I want to tell you this, right? Where did that, you do a spin class? Oh, mate, I was dragged up to do a spin class. Right, listen, but anyway, wow. I was thinking it's good, it's good for my heart, right? Just own um, it, mate, own it, right? Stop lying to yourself. Mate, stop I'm up there with a liker, stop, the disco I, socks. But stop getting all that fucking male chauvinist bullshit. Oh, I was dragged up by a bird. You wanted to go. No, I, I don't. You, I genuinely don't want wow. to go, but I know it's good wow. for me. But, and that's that's the kind of uh, love my wife has for me. You, uh, you <laughs> wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was up there like work it girl work it <laughs> so no I, I, I don't I don't go but then I know it's good right and I know she's doing it for my benefit right single single double double but here's what happened right what? here is what happened it was a strange feeling obviously exercise releases endorphins right now I usually use ecstasy for that but I was there about exercise and I got this endorphin rush I would imagine I don't know the right words to give you the big words of what the chemical your body releases when you do exercise. And I felt a rush of positivity and goodness, right? And I tell you, Scott, 
I haven't felt that. I don't know how long I've genuinely felt felt that. And and it was a way as quick as I realised that I had it. It was a way, and I sunk. I sunk into like a fucking mega depression. After that. It was like <laughs> while while spinning to fucking simple minds. Don't you forget me? <laughs> it was like a fucking DMT hit a joy, and then, then it was so, gone. Then, this is, this is what pure, pure depression. Mate, I'm trying to articulate my feelings so I can let the listeners know you're not alone, bro. Listeners, right? So what <laughs> I wanted to say is, right? What I wanted to say is, no, you've had your demons. We've all had our demons, mate. Right? Yep. And I and I genuinely hadn't felt that fucking sheer uplifting, just a natural feeling. of fucking hell, man. Everything's all right. Right, so the minute I realised that... While you are on a bike? While I was on a bike. It was actually Simple Minds Waterfall it was playing. It was... And I was like, fucking... Life's great. This is fucking brilliant. I'm... I'm just like... Spinning away, smiling at the fucking pensioners beside me like, that's great, life's great. We're at the twilight of life, but this is fantastic. So anyway... But it was quick. As soon as I realised it, it was quickly ro- robbed, and I fucking sunk into a fucking despair, man. And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing, right?" And then I went, "You know what? You know that's fucking life, right? At w- one minute or one wee well, you think you're fucking doing great, and then the next minute, it seems like it's the fucking worst place to be. But if you could just hold on and fight it." you know you're going to get to the other side of that. You'll get a wee laugh with your pals or you'll get a night out or you'll get a feeling that says, you know what, everything is all right. And that's really just what I wanted to say. And I, I can't put things into words. That's how I write music and hit club tracks, right? Because I try to it's display my emotions. And I, I wrote a song on my album, I and Eve, it's called Black Dog, right? It was about my depression, right? But listen to that if you want to know my true feelings, it's about right? A, a chocolate lab, but I feel lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at the, but, the track Black Dog. Is that about your balance? I chocolate lab, my granddad. <laughs> if I put peanut butter in my belly and you see suck it off. Oh, I, I depression. I. Was that about? Was that about battles with medication and depression? No, actually, it was a black labrador. I had me. It was a fucking belter. I called it Black Dog. And cracky wee sausage dog, mate. What a snout on the cut, baby. Used to put fucking single grapes up my ass and it truffled them out, man. Great. No, what I used to love to do, man, I'd, I'd just l- rub some of the dog meat over my belly and then just let it <laughs> lick it off. And see what it done, maybe you can achieve your bites. That's when it got interesting. <laughs> but, uh, but aye, so I, I felt, you know, I, so no, no, I hide my feelings. But hey, I mean, gonna... I try to fucking open up and just say, I know. If you've gone through a bad time, fucking snap out it. <laughs> 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 oh man this is this is a therapy that people need listen look we've all we've all been there right listen I wanted to fucking oh, hang, I wanted to man. hang myself right but that thing I was I was 23 stone now how would you hang 23 stone I don't fucking know right so just oh. get yourself something that'll give you a right good riding and a right good feed and fucking get a dodgy stick so you don't need to pay for the football Life will be great. Mate, that's it. Can I also give a shout out? See while we're on it, you've got me fired up, Mal, right? Cut of things. I want to give a shout out <coughs> to the fucking, the guy who I get my dodgy stick for because I had a couple of issues and I messaged him, he messaged straight back, all the issues are uh, fixed. It's fucking great. Uh, 
thank you for my dodgy stick. And also, and it's one of the dodgy sticks that actually works. It does work, mate. Respect. I you maybe need to give his number because I fucking. I tried uh, Yellowstone on my dodgy stick and I've actually subscribed to Paramount because A, I'm fucking three season, three episodes deep into season two because of you, you faggot. Right. And also, I have to watch it with subtitles because I've no idea what the goddamn Yankee Cowboys are saying. How good yeah. is Yellowstone? It's, it's successions with cowboy hats. Put, but, put that no, in your pipe. No, no, mate. Succes- is, mate. Succession is... Succession is up there with the thick of it of God tier yes. television. Yes. Succession. See, when I was what, mate, I was obsessed with Succession to the point ah, where I here. actually had to take a break for it. I haven't watched any of the new ones yet because I just, I still, I'm not ready to go. Honestly, mate, what I was mean? like. What, there's a new episode of Succession at New Season? Ah, new Season coming out. You're I, shitting me. 100%, mate. It's out right now. He's like, uh, yeah. You're lying. Oh, it's no out right now, Scott. I'm telling you, he's like, I fucking love that Fuck. shit. Fuck ah. off. He's like, seen the trailer, mate. He's like, I'm a big cigar. Oh, fucking, I'm going near it. <laughs> He's been ripping the hashtags you off, hasn't he? Big He's fucking, got a cigar. <laughs> big red beetroot face. Cigar like that. I fucking Fuck love, off. I fucking love the hips. Fuck off, you American. Oh, mate. I, but mate, oh, I, was, I, was, I was obsessed out. with it. You're talking shite. It's no... Maybe you yeah, watched it. Com- All right, Mal, okay. It's, it's coming, coming right. It's coming okay. Out. They're teasing you with it. Mate, I was obsessed. Yes. But I was like pure... Why to kick about in a three-piece suit and fucking? Uh, uh, mate, I was, I was, I was like, yeah, I had a fucking mud at everyone and they made the world killed. Mate, see that guy wanked off in the skyscraper window. I thought, television doesn't get much better than this, does it? <laughs> but I would, I would, no, I'm getting fired. Up. I, I'd like to watch it again. You're telling me that Macaulay Culkin's brother, man? No fucking way. See if he does that home alone, that and that fucking yeah. ball, that trumpet, man. McCauley McCulkin, pure sex talking to Dirty Granny, man. What's that? What's you want to Did Tino have his own like, Home Alone 25 or something that, when it was a wee instant to do it? No, he had that. It was Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, and then they changed the, the Home Alone character because Macaulay Culkin was on the gear. And then they brought back that Home Alone again when it was just Macaulay Culkin and like Hunters of Birds having a gangbang in a house. Oh, brilliant. Just like snorting meth off each other's nostrils. Yum, delicious cheese pizza just for me, and then some bird farted on it. He's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, imagine having a fucking mad kid. Take that, you dirty animals, or are right. you hungry for more? <laughs> <laughs> imagine your kink was farts. I tell you what, you'd have a fucking <laughs> What do you mean, imagine? <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have a fucking stud on my house, man, let me tell you. <laughs> See if that was the case, bro. I'd set up an OnlyFans for you. Mate, remember the bird, right. the bird that was farting in jars? Mm, and selling them. Right, see if you bought a jar full of farts, right? Which I'm pretty sure, which I'm pretty sure is a song. It's a it's a one trick pony, but is it no? Is that not a song? In this jar of farts, million miles away. Anyway, right. So you buy a jar of farts off a bird, right? You Uh buy Malakali, right? You got a bumper fucking winter on the beanie sales for China. You've got a bit of surplus cash. The extension's done. The wife's happy. She says you treat yourself. And you buy a jar of farts half a bird online, yeah. right? The jar Keep turns talking. up, right? Uh-huh. You crack open that jar, <clears throat> inhale the farts, and there's no smell. There's nothing in it. Well, what do you do? No, could, well, could you I, tell anybody? I, mate, you know me. Let's rewind a wee bit. <laughs> I know you. Before you open that crack, <laughs> that crack open that jar of com- farts, <laughs> talk me through 
your setup because it's not right. just fucking. All oh, right, so the, the post, the post is like Paul the Postman. Big shout out to Paul the Postman. He's like, man, where you go? That looks like a fucking jam jar or something. Here you go. Oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know it's a jam. No, it's just Jiffy bag with a fucking jam jar with a fart in it. And he doesn't know what it is. He's like, it's a bit light. We had to wash it. I think it's glass, mate. Right, I'm going to talk just you through. You're open in front of the postie. How are you going, preparing? It's not I'm going to talk you through the process. I'm going to talk yes. you through the process. Because yeah. in my head, I know what I would do. Inception to delivery, right? Yeah. So if you of imagine, if you imagine for a second, I am a beautiful, large-breasted, heavy-farted woman, right? Yep. Yep. So imagine me with big tits. Yep. I go and I get a jar, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get. I don't know the the uh, the mathematical term for it. Is it oxhagonal? You know the, those Mahuka honey jars I've got all the fucking sides? Oh, okay. Right? I'm getting well, you one fancy, fancy right? jar, gold lid. Right? Get a label gold, on it. Nearly, label, <laughs> mate. Because <laughs> no, I, I want you to see the musk. I want you to look at it and see right, it. Right, right. I don't want it like, you know, half of it's discarded by a label. So it's a clear jar full of like smoky, <laughs> smoky consistency, right? Are you now, actually seeing what it looks like? I think. Maybe you get a few particles in there. I don't know. I don't know what you're in it. Maybe, maybe it's just the sound. Maybe, maybe it's a smell. See if you're farting in a jar, but surely you need to have some kind of like airtight container, or do you just press well, it against your asshole and like your? This fucking... is where you and me differ, differ because just oh. during this conversation, I'm the, the mark, market mouth's coming out, and I'm thinking market mouth. Just, Here we go. I, I'm just thinking how you how you really uh, supply that kink fest out there. You want to hear my fucking thing? Always. Right. It's just a plain jam jar with a red and white fucking gingham lid. Right? I know I'm a, I know I'm a jam jar. <laughs> Is that wee feet I know? That's amazing. You could actually put, see if you've done like two fingers for the feet and two fingers for the horns, that could be like a wee horn puppet. But anyway, you're taking me off my, I'm selling farts here, Scott. Sorry. Right. So, this, is, this is what I'm, I'm I'm new the seller but I'm also going to talk you through me being the receiver and how I how I enjoy that delivery <laughs> so you're putting yourself in the mind of a consumer for, for the full customer experience alright I'm thinking what the consumer would want now if, huh? if buying farts and jars is your kink you're a fucking wronging how it's no normal but I like the well, I like I like the fact you're thinking outside the box. Well, it's not, I'm not I'm not going to degrade my customer base. No, you're, know, not, but, you're not you're not hurting anybody. Well, listen here. You're, here's you're what not I'm breaking doing. up a marriage. You're just, you just just love a fart. Right. So let me tell you this. Right. This is how I'm packaging it. Right. Talk to me. Whether I'm I right I'm the bloxomous fucking the big tattoo hair that you've seen on screen. Right. I never said she was a hair mill. She's an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. Sell me one of your farts. This is what I'm doing for you, right? Please, let's keep it professional. Oh, jam please. jar, gingham lid. Right. Straight, as as close to the fart box as you can get it, right? And you let out a ripper, and you get that lid straight in there, right? Seal it. Then, a couple of bits of, a, a scrunch, a toilet paper, you wipe your ass, oh. and you put that in there, in the jam jar and all, and close it, right? No, but how are you going right? to wipe and get that in without, you're, no, you're going to eat. Fart and trap. There's some kind of trap. technique involved. Maybe maybe you wipe your ass, put it in a jam jar. That's it. You wipe your ass, put it in a jam jar, then you fart it, then close the lid, right? And then there's a label on it with Can a I guy's name here? on it. I'm uh-huh. going to give you a bonus, right? Uh-huh. For an extra fiver on top. So it's 50 quid for a fart in a jar, right? Uh-huh. Or 100 quid. Five pound postage. 
No, I'm going to say you want to push the jar in into your cheeks, like get it right aye, in there, aye, yep, right? Yep. Like like an optic, you know, like your fucking, aye. you know. Hard <laughs> <laughs> day at the office, pal. Just the usual, eh? <laughs> you know, sometimes like they pull the optic away too quick, and you're like, they'll still hop a mill in there. So you want to get the jar right in your fat box, aye. fill it, and then as soon as you're done, seal it, wipe your ass with the paper. Put that in a wee gold envelope, and for an extra tenner, you can buy the fart paper. No, no, no. That's that's my that's my uh, what is it? The USB. So you get What's the fart it? paper as well. You get the fart. So I, I, I'm. It's no mal. You're looking at right. It's the big boxing with balloons or whatever. You can't. You can't get it in the jar as well because you need to seal it as soon as it no, comes out the optic. You need to seal let it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you my thinking of the process. Then you squeeze it right out of a fucking optic. You've done a ripper right in it. You've closed it, sealed it, right? You've you've fucking put the cellar tape around it and all that. It's oh airtight, Scott. Oh, I. It's in a jiffy bag. It's posted to the perv, right? No, <laughs> now I'm no cheeky Mally mare. I'm the said perv getting it on delivery. Oh, yeah, beauty. Aye. They're just a they're, a they're a sexual explorer, right? What are you doing? How are you how are you enjoying this? Oh, because you're not just opening the corner of the room. No, empty house under the duvets, naked. Under Possibly the duvet, because you want to trap the smell. Aye, in. exactly. Possibly some oils, essential oils. No, because that's going uh, to going to mass. That's going to mass. You want right. a, a unscented clean room. oils. Unscented, a clean room, like nothing right. in it, no clays, no even, no even wet wipes, nothing with, nothing with a scent. Do you know that room? In musk. You know that room? I think it's in Switzerland, right? Where like, is it musicians go or bands go or like, oh, like scientists, smell, right? And it's like, is it called a dead room? There's no, there's no sound Aye. in it. I've walked and in the rooms. See if you stay in it, mate, half an hour, mate, you start going fucking mental. That's why you open the fart. You want to open the fart in there? For a full day, mate, in IBM. Aye. So, but you're under the duvet. You've not got one of the rooms. Unless you are a multi-millionaire. Who you, let's face it, if you're buying farts, Aye. you might be. Maybe you built right. that room specifically. Under the duvet. What's that? Is that for like testing your high fives or not? No, it's for all the farts. Would you, would you feel... <laughs> Is that a panic room? No, it's my fart room. I was going to say, would you feel weird being a grown man under a duvet? But no, you've just got a stonky hard on. But, uh... <laughs> right, anyway, so what you're doing is, this is what my... my I'm seeing the order through. Right. So if they open it, and, yep. and I, I imagine these guys are connoisseurs, they've got a nose in it like a fine wine. Aye. They're just... I'm getting taking it on. Nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> Green tea. Did you have a curry last night? <laughs> and that way, they've got a right good snook at it. They're tasting it in the back of their throat, right? It's like a winter's moment. <laughs> but here is here is the winner for me. This is what separates me from just any other fart in a jar fucking organisation. <laughs> right? They can then take the toilet paper out. Eat it. And oh. just get a wee, get a wee snook around about it. That. And that, see that bit there? That is them. They have ejaculated. They've Dutch oven themselves on somebody else's farts they've, they've finished the job and you are getting a return customer easy so if anybody out there thinking about it why to set up an OnlyFans I think that's a spin on it I'd even go as far to put it as a label in my fart jar listen see if there is anybody out there right who has bought a jar of farts get in touch with the show man uh, contact, it, it? contact hashtag show at gmail.com or get us on the socials he only tells your name but get in touch, man. I'd love to find Who, out what makes you tick. Who's that wee guy? The wee guy, the fucking guy, gives the yeah. You want to, What do you want to do? You want to get a side earner? This is going on. You sell four of them, six of them. You go on Amazon. You scan uh, it. You sell Gary, it. Who is that guy? Gary V. Gary, 
He's a guy. What do you want to do? You want to get you want to get jam jars. You want to look in Amazon, see what the highest paid jam jar is. Buy buy a box <laughs> of those jam jars. You want to then upscale those jam jars. Fart the jam jars. Find your market. Find your niche market. Label it. Sell it. There you go. You're a millionaire before ten years is over. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw one of the videos the other day. And the guy's like, "I'm going to tell you how to make a million dollars in a month." And then the first thing was, "So what you need to do is subscribe to my fuck." Get, no, he goes, "This is step one. Step one to get ten thousand dollars." I'm like, "Man, see, I had ten thousand dollars. I'm going to be fucking talk to you, Jack." <laughs> oh, who's that other guy? What do I do? Talks like a fucking wrestler. Now, what you want to do is you want to invest in everything, and then when when that investment's done. What you want it? It sounds as if his fucking larynx is about to explode at his fucking. Is it Tony Robbins or something? Oh. Do you know, do you know I, what I'm talking about? I, I saw this the other day. I wrote his name down. I saw this the other day, right? And I did think. I wonder if we should maybe do this with the heroes. Like through committee. So, see if you get. See if you get a. <coughs> a see a fat match, right? Because that's the, the best way to do it, right? You're gambling on a football match, right? Mm-hmm. See if you put a hundred pound on an even return, so you get a bet that's even money, right? And it wins. You only have to have. You need fourteen wins to turn that hundred pound into a million quid. How do you what? So, if you bet a hundred pounds, say it's Aberdeen versus Arkansas, right? Even though okay. we have that mad team, right? Say it's Man United v Chelsea. Right, at even money, and you bet what does even money mean? Even money means you get it's your return. You get so instead of like forty-one, five to one, even money is one to one, right? So if you put on a hundred pound, you win, you get two hundred back. Ah, okay, right, right. So if you bet on an even money game, a hundred pound, and you do that fourteen times in a row, you win a million quid. So a hundred pound becomes two hundred, two hundred becomes four hundred, four hundred becomes eight hundred, sixteen hundred, thirty-two hundred, sixty-four hundred. And so on and so on. By the 14th bet, you've won a million pounds. I don't and think, I know I think it's more than 14. It is the mate's 14. In fact, I'll do the mass you right now if you talk. So you bet a hundred pounds, right? Right. That's two hundred. Right, so a hundred pound it makes two hundred. Two hundred is four hundred. Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Sixteen hundred. Thirty-two hundred. Sixty-four. Right. A hundred and twenty-eight. No, twelve thousand eight hundred. Twenty-five thousand six hundred. 51,200, 102,000, 204,000, 409,000, 819,000, and then you're at 1.6 million after you go past that. All right, how many times has that? You multiply it by two. Uh, I don't know, but enough. <laughs> Say 14, right? Okay. But what I mean is, there is enough, and I'm, I'm, I'm shouting out to fucking David Kerr here because he loves a fucking gamble. He loves a coupon, and so do I. There must be enough knowledge within the heroes of football that we could do this. That over the course of a season, you've got the potential to win upwards of a million pound for a hundred quid. But then also, see, as I'm saying this again, Mal, this is exactly what you know, I'm saying. Somebody's going to bother they're sitting with 50,000, they're no betting it. But I'm also like that. This is how easy it is to fall back into gambling again. Aye, it's such that, a bad that. thing. <laughs> could you imagine you've got it all the way up or even up to like your 50,000, 60,000? The, 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 the fucking what your sphincters try to say to you when you're trying to pick that own your ass is knitting buttons there's no two ways about it oh, it's mate. just like mummy I want to love you I want to love you mummy 
I mean, no, if, you go, fucking, if you go to fucking like, rabbits, if you go to like knows. fifty grand, you'd, obviously you take it. Of course you would. So you'd you never again. go to the million. No, you would. Mate. Oh, you I get just start again. Eventually. Mate, what you do is put five hundred <laughs> on it at a time, five one hundred pound bets, right, and then just just take it back, and then that way you're cool. Now I mean, see in my career, I've seen people change with money. Oh, mate, it's money just is, a matter of how much, man. It's horrible. I've seen it. I'm, I've money seen it a million times. I'm not exaggerating. It's the most horrible thing. To, like fucking. Fa- I mean, I've even seen it in my own family. And I'm, I'm not talking like life changing money. I'm talking about it's just people are. But again, I think Malaka, I think that's a detriment to the society that we live in currently, Mal. You know, where, where people focus so much on what they don't have rather than what they have, Mal. You know, which. Exactly, which, yeah. Which would tie us back to, you, to your incident with the well, cycling Malaka for, for a brief moment when you allowed yourself to be happy, Mal. You were able to experience joy and happiness. And almost because of your West of Scotland upbringing, Malaka. The fact that you experienced joy and acknowledged that joy inwardly pushed you back to a place where you felt disgusted with yourself, Mal. So really what I'm asking is, where did your father touch you? (laughs) (laughs) He touched me. He touched me, then just cuts the... Um, I don't think you would dare to gamble. But listen, right, can we go back? A hundred quid, but... And then... Oh, you need 14 games and you f- even money. You're and then you're hoffing out with a syndicate or chipping up with a syndicate. Oh, you get tennies in there. There's a hundred grand each. I told you what happened fucking when uh, one of the boys at work wound that other boy. I told you that false story aye, about aye, the, the fake. Aye, aye. Mate, I've never seen anything like it. I, mean, I, I, I actually have. I've seen it a few times, even in my young self, when uh, I was signed to a record label and it was blatant that they were ripping his off. So me and my mate driving up, we're saying, that's it, we're out, we're telling them to fucking stick it up their ass, but we're quitting. He walked up into the office, and that guy knew exactly what we were thinking. And all he did was write a fucking cheque that was big enough to send two wee boys for Ayrshire, driving back down the road, going, he's a great guy, ain't he? He's fucking Aye. brilliant, how he looks after this. And it was just money. Aye. But the other boy actually fucking lost his job, his wife, that's terrible, everything. Man. And it was the best wind-up. They should make make a film about that wind up that's how good that wind up was I mean, that, if anybody that, did they listen to a past episode it was a wind up guys did at my work and he taped the, the full the thought of it as well was genius he taped the full the week before's lottery he got him <laughs> a card because it was his birthday with the lottery ticket the winning ticket for the week before he put it on while we were sitting playing poker and drinking in the kitchen and then we all went through well the fucking at that time everybody's watching the results on the news and the cunt never cracked a fucking light just fucking left drove up the road steaming and went missing that's Friday the Wednesday he came into his work he phoned his fucking boss said stick a job up your ass he phoned his wife and said he's been pumping her sister I don't know what other carnage he's done he's probably spattered cash left right and centre and we were laughing so hard on the Friday and then it got to the Monday at work, nobody had heard him, and we're fucking, we'd heard that he wrapped his job, and obviously the boy that done the wind-up knew his family, and he's told us about his wife, and then he was shaking his cell, because he had to tell him, and then on the Wednesday, the boy came back in, and knocked the fucking guy out that done the wind-up. <sighs> he, got I mean, the, he got his job back, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know his wife, but... <laughs> no, his wife, and he's probably blasted every penny of his savings. But... But see, that's what I, what I thought to myself. You know what? And see, the guy was... What upset me about it is the guy was cool as fuck. 
I, I thought he was one of the, you know, he, he was probably in his 30s at the time, but I thought he was like the elder statesman, cool as fuck, he was a go-to guy. Aye, but that's when you see, money happened and that that's happened. when you see, the real, because people's fucking f- facade, Aye, like a good drops. word, look it up, you're a good word, that's when it drops, mate. And also, yep. at the same time, you've got like, he's a good guy, he's fucking bumping his sister-in-law, right? So, first of all, he's not a good guy, and second of all, what's her mama? You, ne- you never know what's behind the curtain's sleeve wizard, wizard's curtain f- fingers. Yeah, I mean, who knows what they're up to behind closed doors, well. But I'm saying and, eh. uh, But I tell you what, I hope they're all sitting around a, a barbecue this summer laughing about what happened, but I doubt it. They should make yeah, a film see, about that, because that's fucking dynamite. It'll be, in my, it'll be in my autobiography, you know? Well, Netflix are running out of ideas now, man, so maybe they will. Also, remember, see when the lottery first came out? and Because my grand got like three numbers about fucking... Maybe ten times, right, at the start. And see once when, you get five, when you got a lot of money. I she got like a couple of hundred I remember she got like Aye. over five hundred pounds one time. And um there was a guy in Scotland and I want to say Falkirk, but I, I could just be pulling out of my arse. But he basically got five numbers and a bonus ball and he hadn't put the ticket on. He played the same numbers every week and the numbers came up. So he's sitting with his bit of paper that he always has them on and his numbers came up, mate, and then he realised that he hadn't put his ticket on that week and he fucking killed himself. And it's fucking bad. That's the money does to you because he's always thinking that was my, that my, could have chance, been my chance to, to escape. But also, you look at see the amount of money that's in the lottery and the amount of money that's in like the Euro millions and stuff like that. And even the amount of money that is generated by this fucking country, by people paying tax, by business, import, everything that is generated in Scotland. And I'm looking at my window the new, my internet's fucking slow as fuck. There's potholes all over my street. And, and no wonder that cunts, when they think they get a chance to a fucking escape the Matrix, well, they go and do their selling or go mental. Do you but know here's, here, here lies the conundrum. You win all that money, you're no one in fucking happiness or peace of mind. Oh, of course you're, you are. You're, you're of course winning, you are. You're winning a million more problems, but no, no you chance. get to fucking blast tons of money and drive about in a sports car, pump hookers, you know, hundreds of gear, whatever. What's that? There you go, buy your mortgage off, Sarah. Whatever. I would tell you right You're still fucking getting demons. You're not running nah. away for that. No shit. See if you fucking got serious though. See if you got like 20 million plus on the lottery. Yeah. My only advice to anybody would be see the day before you win that, every person who's in your close circle, that's it. Close it off. Nobody else gets in. Nobody else gets out. That's it. From that day forward. But that day forward, mate, see all the fucking oh. hangers on. They'll try and appear. Then you got all the rats fuck. coming out of the woodwork, investors the and all that. Fuck them, they're coming fuck in they're, they're smelling that money you're getting chaps at the door emails and all that guys fucking buying you yachts <laughs> what's this for oh well just have a yacht for you and then before you know it uh, they've took all your money off you um, you know, well, you know mate you're, you're on a boat with like six, six shakes man know what I mean and you're like hippie shakes they're like no fucking Saudi shakes and then you're like listen away you go in there man enjoy yourself and then before you know it you're like here what a ride she was you're like she that's a guy he's 12 then you're done mate Aye, I've got pictures aye, of it. Gives all aye. your money. Yeah, what, I've seen what? that happen before. Anyway, right, listen. If you're listening to this, uh, you're potentially a scumbag. Become a hashtag hero because once this episode finishes on Spotify or iTunes or however you listen to your podcast, the show continues for up to another hour. So come and join us, unedited version of the show in all its glory. Become a hashtag hero. Hashtag show.co.uk. Follow the links to become a patron or go to patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show. Sign up, be a hero, be a legend. You deserve it. We love you. Goodbye. That's right, Scott. Before we end there, I just want to tell everybody out there in internet land that uh, Cheeky Marl, yeah, that's right, is celebrating 10 years, Scott. That's right, 10 years of my 1994 events. That's a decade. 
It's incredible. That's 10 years. That's one and a zero. 10 years. Um, and I'm doing two spectacular parties. Bloody one, marvelous. The, the first one is on Saturday, the 25th of February. I'm taking it to Old Ricky. Yes, that's right. Edinburgh with 1994. OK, Edinburgh. And the lineup is as follows Ultrasonic, Suburban Delay, Bass Generator, Trevor Riley, MC Cyclone, GT Sampler, Andy C from the Rhythmic State, DJ10, Malcolm X, and Madman. I hope you can join us. It's at the Biscuit Factory in Edinburgh. And if you can't make it there, why don't you come along to our Glasgow show in the week after? Yes, that's right. Sunday, the 4th of March, 2023, the year of our Lord. For 1994, this is the future. Do you understand? And where we have guests, die witness, flying all the way over from Utrecht to play an amazing set along Utrecht. with Ultrasonic, MC Cyclone, Mark Smith, George Bowie, Joe Deacon, Malcolm X, Lee Clark, and MC Voyager. I really hope you can join us, guys. Hey, and if you can't be bothered with all that craziness, why don't you just take the family out for a great time for the 1994 Fuck Family Fundy Rave? Yes, it's a Valentine's Monster Ball. That's right. And where's that? Well, I'll tell you right now. It's on the 11th of February. It's a Saturday afternoon, and it's in the city centre of Glasgow. All the kids can have a great time from 1pm to 5pm. There's so much so much happening. We had to put it in two rooms. The big room is a rave room. So much stuff. I'll let you go. But I hope you can make that as well. That's Saturday, the 11th of February for the Family Fun Day Rave. Saturday, the 25th of February for the 1994 OK Edinburgh. And Saturday, the 4th of March for 1994 The Future. It's so wacky. Come along and enjoy the fun. Thank you. I'll be in Amsterdam when that kids rave's get on. Oh, I'm what? Done. I know where I'd rather be. Speak to you soon, heroes. Fuck this And Frank says, have a like. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenzo Scott!